Hello there, good people. We are War Inside My Head, a mental health podcast. Brought to you by your host, Beardbo. And Ormi. Every two weeks, we share our highs and lows, as well as breaking down the goings on and releases from across the metalverse, as well as chatting about movies, games, comics, and anything else that tickles our fancy. We started this podcast to promote mental health awareness. We're trying to do this by sharing our own experiences and how we keep ourselves almost sane by indulging in our love for all things heavy metal and beyond. Okay guys, we like to feature up and coming metal bands, so if you would like to be featured and have your song on one of our episodes, please hit us up. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and you can also find us on Instagram at WIMH underscore pod, or you can contact us via email on WIMH pod at gmail.com. Oh, Beardbo, oh, Beardbo, where for all thou Beardbo? Hi, buddy. How are you doing? I'm, I'm really good. How are you? Did I like that one? I did. I. I had literally. I don't know if I've used that one before. I had to come up with that no, on the spot. Don't think so. I ah, don't think good, so. I'm sure I'll I'd... take that off the listing. <laughs> I forgot to prepare one, so I just came up with that from the spot. Like, you know what I mean? Just as as the intro's playing. Wait, I was literally was I? <laughs> I was like, fuck. Hold on, hold on. Cursory check. Yes. The red light is on. The red light is on. The red line is definitely on. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe, mate. We're safe. Excellent. And that's two weeks in a row. Come on. It's a good start. Good start. It is a good start, aye. Uh, How are you doing, by the way? Will we pause before we know it? Uh, Hey, fucking, you reckon? Maybe it's by episode 20. 200, maybe. (laughs) If we go that long, we don't get ripped off the air by whoever. How are you doing, by the lad? All right. I'm exhausted. You exhausted me. I am. Has it been? Has it been a, a rough, rough couple of weeks? I wouldn't weeks, say has it's it? rough. It's self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. Yeah. Back at the gym. You've been. Fu- oh, you were back at the gym. I was going to check to see if you've been furiously masturbating for two weeks. Well, I mean, you only do it like fifteen seconds at a time. But like, it's like di- fucking hitting it high impact doesn't training. Doesn't even ah, take done. fifteen seconds, mate. <laughs> After them pictures you sent me the other night, wow. And now you'll never get an erection again. <laughs> Boner killer, that's my, that's the name on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a good villain name. So you're back in the gym, that's good to hear, man. It's good I to am hear. back at the gym, because uh, as you knew, back in 2019, I lost a shitload of weight. Aye. And uh, because of lockdowns, I just piled it all back on and became a lazy bastard. You haven't piled it all back on, mate. You're still a good fucking, a good chunk away from what you weigh. Uh, I, I was about 10 kilo off. Because I, I, I started back in two thousand, like back in two thousand eighteen, I was when I weighed myself, I was a, a hundred and forty three kilo, and uh, so when I started this time, I'm a hundred and thirty three. So it's like I say, I'm ten off. Yeah, that's no, it's so, fucking ten kilos, ten kilo, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, but that's I've, st- I've still put a, I've like still that. put a lot. Um, I've still put a lot of weight back on. I think a lot of people did over the lockdown, mm-hmm. though, mate. It's been I one just, of those. When we came out, I just. Got so used to being lazy again, mm. sitting on my arse, staying out. Um, so it, it's just, and then recently in the last couple of months, I think I think actually I think it was back in October. I seen a lot of people just doing well, losing weight, getting mm. into the shape, and I was like, 
I need to get my that's I, that's what I need to do. Yeah. So that inspiration. I um two lads from uh, who were met at Bloodstock actually um Forza Kush from Twitch as well as mm-hmm. Mr Bargains, um them two were outstanding. Seventeen month without a sip of alcohol. Damn. Um, going for walks and the the weight is just dropped off. Is it? It comes off quick, like those little changes. Absolutely like. insane. So big, big shout out to them two lads. Yeah, man. And Jedbo as well, who's been helping us with me, me diet. Mm-hmm. That was me problem back in two thousand nineteen. Was I got the gym stuff, all right? It was yeah. the it was the food. You can't out train a bad diet, mate. Mm-hmm. You cannot out train a bad diet. Yeah, yeah. So, Jedbo's been helping us with the the, the food side. So, big shout out to Jedbo because um, I haven't got a fucking clue when it comes to it. So, uh, he's been a big veggies. Help. Oh, aye, veggies. You know what it is? Well, if, he said if, if I can get if I can get me me fiber me me protein right, then uh, I'm gonna just uh, yeah. I mean, there's loads of different ways to do it, but it's just avoid processed foods as much as you can. Mm. Eat. Instead of like things like uh, things are changed because I do I do slim well as you know yes um, which in a lot of people sometimes take a pick and fuck it works for me um, I've lost about stone, just under stone and a half since I went back before Christmas I put on half a pound over two weeks over Christmas which is fucking insane because usually I put half over a fucking stone on especially over Christmas so it's been up and down like I don't lose every week but you know I'm still say just under stone and a half I think I'm going to end up putting on because I've been on holiday and all that and had a bit to drink but that's a big one. But honestly, it's things like that that works for me because the walking go. You can eat rice, you can eat pasta, and the the, the way they label foods, um, and you just make just making changes like you know instead of snacking on crisps or something, have packets of ham mm. in the in <clears throat> snack on like meats like sort of unprocessed meat, or even sometimes the, I mean not as good but the processed like packets. It's better than a chocolate bar, yeah, or something like that. So, but Gerald's teachings, you can you could actually lose weight on just. Chocolate bars. Um, you can, of course, you can. It, at the end of the day, it's calories in versus calories out to calorie, a point. To, it doesn't mean as long as you're in a caloric deficit. Then yeah, you're, you're fine. You but that mean? doesn't mean you should just eat only chocolate bars no. every day because that's nutritionally not good for you. Well, not. It's no. You're right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, plus, there used to be a Mars bar back diet back in the day. My auntie did it. See, see if you've got you know yeah yeah two. Say you're allowing yourself two thousand calories and mm. in chocolate bars I say there's 500 in a chocolate bar so you can have four chocolate bars a day and then burn it it's not because you're going to be starving aren't you (laughs) yeah and you're going to at least still going to be full of sugar and shit and not getting the nutrients and proteins so yeah you're just going to be so technically you could do it but I just like I say you're just going to be starving it's a protein that obviously keeps you yeah, yeah. You, was it? Is you recommend like a third? Usually, say like a third of your meal should be protein. Third veg if you can. Um, but there's again, you know, everyone tries it a different way. But yeah, you can't out train a bad diet like. Yeah. And you you get bad because oh I've been in the gym I'll have a fucking chocolate bar or oh, I can have a drink tonight because I've been I've done this is like yeah but all you're doing is offsetting what you've done. Yes. And your battery's zero, so you'll never. It's you can maintain like that, which is fine. But you, if you're trying to lose weight. Of any significant, then yeah, it's difficult. But I'm glad, Sam. I'm glad you've got that motivation yeah. back because the hardest part is walking in through them doors. It is because uh, I always feel like being a bigger lad. Do you know what I mean? I always feel like yeah. As soon as you walk in, because I've started at Pure Gym. All right, yeah, yeah. At Blythe, uh, where close where we live, um, which is obviously you no know, top in twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. And I was in for the first time at six in the morning straight after work on Monday, just gone. Yeah, and it was 
heaving. Yeah, I can imagine the it was heaving pre work, and it's only been open a couple of weeks, so I can imagine because it's still new. There's not a lot of facilities around there either, is there? No, it, it's because it's still new as well. Everyone's gonna be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get me off to the gym." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So, so I can imagine for the first couple of months, it's gonna be mm-hmm. quite packed. So um, going in when it's heaving. Um, as soon as I walked in, yeah, I mean, I feel like all the the fitness freaks. Is st- Look, mate, just just remember, I, the main thing about that is, and I think the problem is you see it on we've seen it on social media, people body shaming and stuff. But it is fucking the chances of happening to you. And honestly, when you walk in there, most people are just thinking about themselves. They're not even looking at you. The, you know what I mean? We think about other people thinking of us than they actually do think about us. Because mm. I've been in the same place. I'm planning on go back to the gym, but my always set a goal. My goal is to lose two stone purely through diet before mm. I go back to the gym because mm. I always want to know if I can sort my diet out before I go to the gym. Mm. Otherwise, I will be a naughty boy and go, oh, I'm not going to be in the gym today. I can have yeah. whatever tonight. So I just had a pie and chips for lunch, like, so I can't really say how. <laughs> I'm not older, it doesn't count now, but it's one of those things like, well, for lunch, it look nice. I'll just fucking make sure that I'm good for the rest of the week. You can't, you can't starve yourself and have nothing no. all the time. It's just... Have pie and chips. I mean, that's the first time I've had that. But it was, actually, I have to tell you, it was pie and veg. So it wasn't actually chips. But you've got to do that every so often because you just completely cut it out. Like, and you never, ever treat yourself. You'll tend to find that's where you'll just fall off the wagon completely. Yeah, if you just drive yourself mad, won't you? Yeah. And you definitely have a little something. That's yeah. Something. And you just you just manage it, you know. So <laughs> when I finish there, I'll go home, go on the, the bike and try and offset as much as I can. I know that's, you know, not going to eliminate that, but at least it's, Trying to offset it somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, now I'm glad I see but it's it's good for, you know, mental health as well. No, it is. I, honestly. Which I, is what we're trying to promote here. Well, I, th- I don't know if I've said on the podcast before, but I've always said if you do not exercise, well, I say always, I'm, like from stuff I've watched in my own personal experience, do not exercise to lose weight. Exercise for fitness and for mental health. Mm. Your diet's how you lose weight. Because you cannot train a bad diet. It's as simple as that. And your exercise. If you just exercise and lose weight, you won't. I mean, if you build muscle mass, you won't lose weight. You'll technically, you know, you can offset and gain. Oh, yeah. I found that when I was trying to lose weight, going to the gym, I was putting body mass on. So I could, I remember, I, I could not get under fifteen stone when I first, like, when I went to the gym years and years ago for the first time, and I couldn't get under fifteen stone no matter how hard I tried. But I was building muscle mass, hmm. and I was losing body fat. I was still like a big lad, but it was just offsetting. It was really annoying. Um. But then when the last time I, I came, went to, I mean, I got down to 13 and a half stone. We lost then. Obviously, I lost my mom, and that's where my kind of point went. Fuck everything. Give me drink and food. Mm. And that's how I will comfort myself. Luckily, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not into cocaine or any other type of drugs or anything like that. So it was just stuff my face full of drink and um, food. And to be honest, probably food more than drink. Yeah. But yeah, don't exercise to lose weight. You've got to have that mindset of your diet first and foremost. That's that's me problem. Just going in when I know it's going to be absolutely heaving. Um, just getting over them hurdles of yeah, people's gonna look. Just fuck them and just do what I need to do, and go. But you know what I mean? put me, put me headphones in, listen to some thrash metal. Some thrash metal when you're on the treadmill. <laughs> so how it top top gym tracks quickly top gym top gym, chart, gym tracks gym tracks oh, I can't even speak. Speak. you you not being able to speak made me not being able to speak <laughs> uh well for for weights straight away it was a cast and tougher spec uh, I, I think i even dm'd sean and i was like holy shit this tr- just when you're trying to lift weights and just 
fuck, this is brilliant. Yeah. I felt so good listening to Cass and Taffer uh, spec um, during uh, some weights. Um, Metal Fashion Mad by Anthrax. Yeah, that's a good one. What that's online. On yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, again, for weights, a one that you sent me back in 2018, and this is probably going to make probably a few people going to laugh, but the Superman theme. <laughs> that is honestly... <laughs> I, I still, you know what it is? It reminds me, I used to do it all the time and I don't. Just fucking listen to that song in the morning, the John Williams Superman theme. Mm. Just, there's no fucking way to not feel epic and feel like you can fucking do anything when that's playing in the. You're like, fucking yes, come on! It's true, like, if you need that extra push, just especially the big, like, the way it builds and you just feel fucking fantastic. So I come, everyone should add that to their gym playlist, and we need that, it's that tiny little boost. Because I was going to mention that one. Wait, I just remember when you sent us it back in 2019. That, I, honestly? I tried it, uh, I think it was me second session, when I was on the uh, the leg presses, like doing, you, doing you, leg day. Are you doing it, uh, are you, have you got a trainer or anything, or are you just no, doing just at the from minute, the stuff that you remember? Just stuff I remember. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of machines that I've never used before. Mm-hmm. And basically, I need to book a date through the app on Pure Gym when I can get like an induction. But they're constantly full. Yeah, it's only been be the gym's only been open like a week and a half. Yeah, um, two weeks uh, this Friday are coming. So, and everyone, everyone's piling in. I think it's understaffed as well. I think we've only got like four members of staff at the minute. They don't have a lot of members of staff that, like, in terms of they have a few, but they don't have a lot. They keep their keep their costs down because they are very cheap Word. for gyms. I mean, there's a couple of that. I mean, was it nine ninety nine per month? Uh, well, depends on the gym, I think. Or twelve. I think because of it being a, a new gym, they've got a promotion on for six months. The first six months is twelve ninety nine. Right, aye. And this goes up with like 49 or something. Uh, after the six month goes up with 99. You can pay like so much and you get but the benefits, multiple gyms and stuff, The, the you? benefits is that, you know, I'm not having to fight for um, a, tre- a treadmills or shit because mm-hmm. they've got like 10, 12 of them, do you know what yeah. I mean? And then they've got so many bikes and they've got so many um, cross trainers, etc. Do you know what I mean? So they've got multiple, multiple stuff for us to use, mm-hmm. which is, I'm not. I'm, that's the, the benefits. I'm not having to fight. I'm not having to fight. Mm-hmm. No, I'm glad you're back, though. I'm glad to see you getting back. And again, especially as you say, if it's making you feel better, that's the most important thing. More it, than it the weight loss, it's about how it makes you feel. And if you are feeling low down, do any, just do some exercise. It's literally science. The endorphins will kick in and you will feel better. It might not be for temporary, but it's better than kind of doing nothing. So if and you've got a, a, a exercise bike with clothes, being used as a clothes horse, Rip them off, get it plugged in, and, and get going, even if it's 10 to 15 minutes. doesn't have to be strenuous. Just do whatever if you if you feel like you are low. And this is going up everyone out there. Mm. Um, yeah, just anything like that. I'll get out and go for a walk. Anything to get your body moving and get the blood pumping, you will feel better. It's pushing past that hurdle, especially like when you're in that mind. Oh, I can't really be bothered. But you know then, I think? You've, then, you've, yeah. then you just, like, just you know, grit your teeth. I think the vast majority of people that say that they can't be bothered, I think there's usually something more to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's either they don't want to go in the gym because they feel self-conscious, which I've been there yeah, yeah. plenty of times. Still. Um, or, you know, it's just a case of you're fucking depressed and you don't even want to leave the house. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You you get up and go, I just can't be honest with you, I just want to sit and play video games all day and not have to pay attention to anything and just Especially completely if you've had a, put your a focus look, on something I mean, else. you've had a shit week at work. 
Oh, and, yeah, and it could be you anything. You just feel like everything's gone wrong, and you come home, and you feel like everything at home's gone wrong. You just grabbed my last week at work. <laughs> Fucking even hacking my phone, mate. But I think everyone's got your phone hacked. Something I know, I. So we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, it's 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 easy to get into that, and I saw a great uh, video. It was Stephen Fry talking about it, and he was kind of saying like you have to treat it like raining, like there's nothing you can do about it raining. So he was thinking about like raining inside your head. There's, you haven't done anything to make it rain. There's nothing you can do about it, but it will pass, mm. and it will get better. Which I thought was quite a cool way to put it. I know, yeah. And Stephen Fry, he's a, he's a wise man, him, and he's had obviously very public struggles with mental health and. Uh, He's probably one of the, the celebrities that really first came out and talked about it in any kind of way. I listened to an interview when he was on a podcast and he just kind of mentioned, oh, I was in hospital a few days ago from a suicide attempt. And it was just like, fucking hell, because it wasn't in the press or anything, which is amazing that it wasn't in the press. I don't know whether that was because journalists have got a fucking heart or it was just they, did, they didn't know. But it was kind of like, oh, and it's obviously for him, that's a regular part of life I'm that he gets to that suggest point. suggest journalists didn't know because... I, th- I don't think I think it was probably privacy and things I don't know if you, but you know I don't know but yeah it's good to see people talking but I thought it was, it was just a video of it and I thought well he knows <laughs> better than anyone because he's been very open about his struggles with intelligent bloke so and a very intelligent bloke as well yes mm. Uh, so yes mm. but I'm glad I'm glad you're back mate thank you glad to see you and fucking ready to take on the world you, I look, am. Like, you look like Arnie <laughs> come on you little girly man <laughs> I'm a stogie be coming out chewing on a stogie looking at me come on what's the matter with you <laughs> get your pump it's like coming to me <laughs> how are you boy lad um, I'm married well, we'll I, ta- I feel yeah, like we've talked about me for on. half an hour <laughs> no man there's nothing wrong with that that's what this <clears> podcast's <throat> about it's about checking in with each other. Sometimes there's some weeks where we don't say much because it might be, ah, I've had a good week, we don't have to dwell on it. Sometimes somebody forgets to press record and we just <laughs> want to fucking go through it again. But that's what it's all about. Um, I've, I've it. You know, it's very good that you brought that up because I, I've been a bit low over the last sort of week because I had a, a fucking, I've had just a bit of nightmare at work and it's been, I realise I haven't had like a full week off since August. I've been taking half weeks and things. And I think it's just all kind of got on top of it. So it's been a little bit low. And the routine's gone out the window a bit, so that's one of the things I've done being off this week is trying to build the routine again. Yep. Um, it's pissing down all week as well, so I've picked a great week to be off. So going for walks and things, which I plan to do, and then we can go for a walk in the rain, but it's not the same. Um, and I don't want to... You don't want it soaked and end up with fucking cold or something. Saggy clothes, didn't um, so. <clears throat> But yeah, I've still been going for walks, but I had planned to go and do something more. So it's been a bit like, not, you know, kind of in sunk in repression but I've kind of found myself like oh I'll just play video games for four hours mm. which I haven't done for a long time like no so but it's having to tell myself no you're not doing that get up get this done you've got this to do you've got this to do and having that constant narrative in your head and just literally I will tell myself nah you're not doing that on me nah and I'll talk out loud to myself I know people think sometimes think that's weird but I think it works I'm like, nah if it works for you do it come on <laughs> you're not doing that you're not sitting with playing video games you can't do that all day let's go on I have Stuff on YouTube, I always go back to. There's a speech by Arnie, a very motivational speech that somebody posted. Yeah, I'll try and post a link to it on the socials. The Superman theme is something I used to do, which I haven't done for a little while, so I'm going to add that to my morning playlist. So if you get up and listen to that, you'll feel epic. So, yeah, but it happens, mate. You go through those things where you go to the gym every day, you're fucking smashing it, you're on top of the world, and then maybe something happens, you fall off the wagon bad habits creep in you get distracted by other things you lose the confidence that you had 
all that type of thing. But then it's all about just getting back on it, and mm. that's you know that's how it will be. <laughs> Do you know yeah. you will go through ups and downs. It's just sometimes when you keep going through ups and downs, those peaks and troughs kind of you know flatten out a bit more. So those peaks and troughs, instead of your weight kind of maybe fluctuating as much, it might fluctuate by a stone or two or whatever in kilos. You know that type of thing. So yeah, it's just all about putting the graft in it. It is. It is all about the graft. But you've inspired me, mate. I'm going to get me two go- stone goal and then I'm going to join you at the gym. Maybe not in Blythe because it's fucking miles away from my house. Uh, and then hopefully by then we're two skinny lads by Bloodstock, man. <laughs> Turn sideways and you don't know where we've gone. There's be a giant <laughs> heed with a beard sticking out like. <laughs> Better not wear any camouflage pants because we want to find you. Yeah, where's Ollie? Yeah, where's he gone? Fuck. There he is. Yeah, there he is, man. He's hiding behind the lamppost. Turn post. sideways, didn't he? I thought it was a bush. <laughs> 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 I think that's the minute that I think it's time to move on now, isn't it? Hold on. Right then. Let's crack on now to the first segment, which of course is time for heavy metal news. We do love a good riff, don't we? Yeah, we do love a good riff. Are you? I do love a good riff. Yeah. Speaking to the microphone, Stephen. Uh, well, I, I, I keep forgetting that. When that's on, they can't hear it. <clears throat> yeah, well, you can hear you now. Oh. I t- first away, you should know that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Playing it again. <laughs> I know. Fucking <laughs> bollocks. It's all right, I'll edit it out. Right in heavy metal news, buddy. Have you got some heavy metal news for us this week? Well, we'll start off with yourself. What have you got? Because I feel like I've just talked for half an hour. Well, I know, but I haven't got my notes up. <laughs> yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> you think by now I'll be better at this. It's because it's all on my phone and it's all, all over the place. Well, I'm right again. We, how about Since... we start with the Marilyn Manson update? So we talked about this in the last podcast, how there was some accusations by a woman regarding abuse that dated back to the 90s, although there's been quite a big sort of turn of events and I believe up to date two hours ago was the last sort yeah, of yeah. update that was From so le- loud web but I don't know if you want to fill in of what else has been happening as mentioned last uh, last episode that there was accusations brought forth by uh, Ashley Morgan Smith line it was dismissed but however it's come out now that she said that the, she was actually encouraged the accusations were false. She said that the accusations were not true and that she was manipulated by Manson's former girlfriend uh, and apparently accuser as well because that, that wasn't the only accusation that was brought forward and so more recent times against Marilyn Manson. There's been other ones as well, just to make that clear. Um, but she said that she was basically sort of um, manipulated by Evan Rachel Wood, so the actress, so apparently that she succumbed to pressure from Evan Rachel Wood and her associates to make accusations of rape and assault against Mr. Warner. Marilyn Manson's obviously real name. Um, eventually, I started to believe what I was repeated to, uh, repeatedly told happened to uh, Evan Rachel Wood. So it seems like there's a bit of manipulation going on there, or at least that's what the accusation is. I mean, it's hard. It's one of those things, isn't it? You, well, you falsely accuse someone... Or you're saying you falsely accuse someone of abuse and now you're accusing somebody else of something. It's, well, mm-hmm. lie once, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So it's hard to know where the the truth lies in this story. 
So, and what was the, I believe you have an update from about, well, well as we firstly, record this I'll, firstly, earlier. I wanted to say, as I, as we said in the last week's episode, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, which is what we did say, yeah. Um, Again, we're not, I'm, I'm category, I'm not a Marilyn Manson fan I'm whatsoever. not a Marilyn Manson fan I think neither. he's a knob for other reasons, as well, you um, know, regardless of any outstanding but, accusations. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I hate seeing shit, seeing shit like this happening all the time, it's fucking ridiculous, and it's happening far too often of people accusing people of sexual abuse and it's not real it's it's just bullshit and you're fucking with that person's life at the end of the mm-hmm. day do you know what i mean so and i think he's suing out for defamation um i haven't seen this in the story i've got but it may i mean it it's may have not, come back not in that. anything on this the one that's just been updated two hours ago actress evan rachel wood um she's released like a statement saying that uh what ashley morgan smithline uh, or aka Ashley Lindsay Morgan mm-hmm. basically has uh, refuted her claims and basically saying uh, in Monday's filing obtained by Rolling Stone Wood denied ever manipulating Ashley Morgan Smithline and provided Instagram screenshots of comments from Smithline left on Wood's Instagram in 2019. Oh, so this goes back a little while. Yeah. Uh, messages between Smithline and Wood where the model stood by her accusations against Manson and a 2022 voicemail from Smithline to a friend in which she said she believed Manson's attorney wanted her to turn on the other girls and say she was uh, it was all a ruse. All right, so yeah, this is just one that's a minefield. This isn't it. It's it's a heat fuck. Yeah, it's what it is. It's a heat fuck. Uh, and continuing in the filing, would refer to uh, a March 2019 comment in which. Uh, Smithline refer- referenced information about private experiences with Warner Manson, allegedly abused Wood while making her watch uh, a particular scene from Rules of Attraction. All right, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. Probably would probably have to go even further into that, which I don't really want to do because this just seems like you're picking it, mm-hmm. just picking it little strings, but. I hate these situations because it does no good to anyone. It does no good to the person that's being accused because it, you know, if it's false, then it's you know bringing disrepute to them. And we've seen what's happened with sort of uh, the Johnny Depp thing. It's no good for people that are victims, true victims of this abuse, because the voices don't get heard because yep. of these high-profile cases. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of people want to bring up the Amber Heard thing, and well, she lied. Yep, but others, thousands and thousands of other people, men and women, that are abused and do come forward there's even more that don't come forward because of this type of thing being so publicised mm. so it's just a shit situation all it around. is it is uh, and there, there ain't no, no one, winners in just, this yeah no one wins on this no it doesn't it, but it, it's the wider impact as well that's the problem for me personally when I look at this I don't, that's, you know. that, that's one of the things that annoys as well because it's the genuine people who are getting who I feel as if they're the ones who are getting most fucked over yeah definitely yeah and, and the people who haven't done anything who are being accused I feel sorry for them as well because like I say it's as the saying says says, shit sticks yeah and again if she has been manipulated by that person then there's going to be the people saying well she's lying about this country lying about there's just no good way and the reaction of people something we'll talk about later in another story but the reaction of people and how they get behind certain celebrities or whatever and the way they'll attack people is fucking disgusting and, you know, it has severe impact on people's health and mental health. And it's just, again, just a shit situation, unfortunately, for all this to be going mm. on. So I kind of feel for all parties in terms of, you know, the, the truth probably lies in there somewhere. But 
fuck knows what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You got a bit of news for within? Uh, you heard a band called Architects? Uh, I have, yes. I've heard yeah. of the Architects. I don't live under I, a rock. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of them. I've just recently, I would say in the last few months, I've gotten into some of their stuff. But um, great band live, great yeah. Oh, you seen them live? Yeah, right? I've seen them live a couple of times now. Yeah. Uh, various festivals and things, but yeah, they're great band live. Never had, never had the opportunity, but uh, maybe it's down the line. Hopefully, I'll get that opportunity. Um, I think they're playing it this year's download. If I was, if I was going, but anyway, um, yeah, the singer, I believe he's calling on bands to start going on strike against mm. these venues taking fifteen percent cut. Uh, basically, he sent out a tweet. Um, hey bands when are we going to go on strike and get rid of these insane venue merch cuts or maybe we don't play until we get a cut of the bar can we just get this done as soon as possible please then continued with another tweet venue in melbourne took 15 percent, and it took four hours for them to get our merch girl a light so they're not even providing support. so they're not even providing staff to sell their merch and they're still taking a 15 percent pay cut it's uh, well, we've talked about this before. It's ridiculous. I just want to point out the 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 thing that he said. Are we going to go on strike? Strikes or has to be trade union involved. They're organised. So say, are we going on strike? Mm-hmm. I understand what they're saying. They've got to take action. Mm-hmm. But that's not. You can't just say, oh, we're going on strike. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the UK and right now. There's a lot of people striking, um, which I'm in support of. I'm in support of trade unions. The government is trying to completely decimate them, and it is all it's going to do is really have a negative impact on all workers. I know that a lot of people kind of say, "Well, why do they get a strike and we don't?" You need to join trade union, and they're very helpful, um, and they're there for you know the workers. And if we lose them, well, fuck these workers. If you like the amount of holiday, any holidays in the UK, look at how many holidays we get in the UK compared to the US. The reason we get so much more is because of trade unions. The reason we get bank holidays off and double time and things in places is because of trade unions. They're very, very important. Mm. So I just wanted to say that because using the language like strike, that is a particular way. But I understand what he's saying, what they're going to do in terms of venues. A band, if you just strike as a band while well, you're losing income, you're losing a fan base because as long as long, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Because at the end of the day, a strike is, you know, to cause disruption. Isn't it? Find so what, play what? venues that do pay fairer merch cuts. What are they gonna? Know? How my my is how will they go about doing it? Are they just gonna cancel? Are they just gonna turn up to a show, and then everyone's queuing ready to get in half an hour before they play? We're not played. Is that what they're gonna do? I don't that, know. That, it's just an odd. It's an odd way it is to put it. I understand what they're saying because it is really important that they should be getting the the money off. Definitely, the merch. totally agree. But can you look at pre-selling online? Putting the merch up before the tour and go, right, guys, you want to? We're going to sell the merch. We're not going to be selling the venue. Talk this with a few people. Why yeah. not? Before the tour actually starts, you start putting pre-orders out on your sh- on your website and you sell them yourselves. And at least that way, everyone's going to get their right size. Because sometimes you go to venues and your size is sold out. Yeah, things are yeah exactly. At least this way, yeah, you're going to get your size. You could get it before the tour. So you'll be able to wear it when you go to work. Some people, because if you're like me, like yourself or me, when you buy a tour top or when you buy a band top from a, uh, a show, you like one with the dates on the back. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, mm. what's the point? Exactly. What's the point? Exactly. Um, so at least that way everyone gets their size, everyone gets one. There's got to be a better way, but understand <coughs> then you don't have the drunken purchases made. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it is shit because it's like, well, it, it, it's fair enough. I think they take, well, not even a cut. It could be a, it's just a set fee, right? Pay us 100 quid, we'll provide you someone mm. which will cover their wages for the night. And, you know, you know, how is there a, a designated space? Is there someone safe to keep the money? Or is it just a picnic table at the side of the venue? Then really, do you deserve fifteen? But fifteen percent is shocking, absolutely shocking. There's absolutely no reason for you to take fifteen percent of the merch. But well, I'm agreed. I agree with them as well, though. You know, are they going to start getting cut of the beer sales? Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's the offset, isn't it? It's like you know, so we sell our merch, but you make a shitload of money on the bar. Mm. Just start telling you their fans they haven't gone to the bar. Simple as spend all your money at the merch table. Don't go to the bar. Get tanked up before you come. Ah, oh, yeah. Turn up well, people get too tanked because you might no, not be loading the, the, the no weather venue. spoons. No, we don't go to weather spoons, Stephen. <laughs> problems with Minal, different, different fucking support. <laughs> different support weather spoons. <laughs> oh, wait. You can go to everyone, but yeah, there's other there's, there's problems with everyone, put it that way. Oh, but we're not promoting any particular one beer brand or venue, let's put it that way. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not yeah. aware of these weather spoon issues. Especially when you're talking enough. about strikes and industrial action and people treating their staff like shit. I need to fucking read the news more. <laughs> <laughs> it's going back a little while, but here who. Um but yeah, I mean some of the stuff I've heard up at twenty five percent. I understand what you're saying though. In terms of going on straight, I don't know if that really works. You know, I don't know if the bands you know, for it's one of those things. Is there a un- trade union for for metal bands or for just pop music? And- um, there'll be what there'll be various ones for artists, I expect. But it's very difficult because it's a kind of it's a gig economy. It's very much you you're self employed technically. Yeah. Um, so it's a very strange one. But mm. you can refuse to play certain venues or refuse to play, work with certain fucking massive companies. But I am um, I was listening to Rob Alford's new book. Funnily enough called Biblical, and he was talking about how it works now, and there's basically two companies that arrange two hours now. And guess what? The biggest one's... Well, one of them's Live Nation. Um, it's not like it used to be. It's been completely corporate, and it's just people getting their eyes raked out left, right, and centre, sadly. There's a few people that's jumped on board, like Sam Carter. He's jumped on board, but they guess gone on strike, so <laughs> a lot of people are just saying, yeah, do it. It's one of those things that, you know... <clears throat> do you look at, like... Go on, go on. Is there any smaller venues? That we could maybe play, I don't know. I mean, it's logistics, it's always a nightmare, but as a smaller venues you could get, that would give you a fairer sort of percentage. Mm. Maybe you play multiple dates, I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's things like that I, I couldn't say, but is there a better way? I don't know. But again, going on strike, I don't know if that would do any more harm than good. I don't know, because it's... But a, you could stop selling merch at the venue and just go, we're not going to do that. Can you get a van? Can you kit out a van? Chuck it all in the back of a van, find somewhere nearby, pay to park up and sell your stuff. I don't know. Well, I don't know legally if that's uh, allowed. I know, I, know I have like a good segue. I know I do like a good segue. And it's almost like I was doing this on purpose, <laughs> isn't it, Stephen? <laughs> setting and, you up there like oh, I, I know, fucking I, I know setting you up and you knock it out the park, mate. <laughs> so that leads on to a very similar story that you does, found recently. I do. Malevolence, who was on tour in Milan. Malevolence in Milan. Malevolence in Milan. In Milan, who? <laughs> Pretty much done that. I believe they were on tour of obituary and uh, basically outside of that tour bus, coat hangers, pegs, wash, washing lines, etc. Stephen, before you go any further. Oh, what? What sounds good in an action accent? Come on, do it. No. Come on, do I it. Want, I want do you to do it. No, no. Malevolence. In Mil- <laughs> In Milan. I wouldn't want to take you that, take that away from me. <laughs> Can you say malevolence in Milan, like? 
gonna buy some of them merch. <laughs> Merchandise. Anyway, I so the base were outside, weren't they? Just fucking went here. I'm just gonna sell. Basically, just I just outside Genius. of the outside of the tour bus. Billy washing line pegs, all that t-shirts, <laughs> and they just line. just become malevolence bootleggers. Did not have one of them spinny ones? No, they, didn't. In the back they should have done that. Would have been brilliant. <laughs> Would you like that one? No, I like that one. Just spin them round. <laughs> Like when you got like the cards at the shop, <laughs> just no, oh, no, I didn't like that one. Oh yeah, I like that one. That's brilliant. Uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, just bootleg yeah. stuff. The only thing is about I don't know about selling stuff on the street. There might be certain laws in certain places, but uh, I'm sure you need some sort of license. They probably are different different countries though. Yeah. Yeah, but I would do that. Just go inside, set up a table outside the venue, going again. Fuck all. <laughs> We're going to sell it out the back of a van. Get one of them fucking. You see all them food vans, didn't you? Turn into a merch van. Mm. But like it, it works though like I said sell with the back yet two of us or whatever or just a van you know a tranny van because I expect all the stuff will probably come in a different vehicle anyway they'll probably mm. bring it in a van or something so can you just hang them up on the doors open them sort of only fools and horses style <laughs> Del boy flogging it down the market is that a possibility I don't know I don't know but Maybe it could be could be why not but there definitely needs to be something because it is ridiculous that they're losing money on that 15% I mean, go, uh, go on Malevolence's Instagram post. You can see the picture of them. <laughs> they just got just all five of them just in front of the merch. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking cheesy grins outside the tour bus. That is genius, that, that. It is. Yeah, see, man, you got to think up the side of the box. Think outside the box. Definitely. Definitely. But hopefully we see some improvement. I'll be honest, though. I feel like, well, something needs to be It's getting beyond a joke. I didn't want to be all doom and gloom, but you know. Yeah. 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 Should we move on to something more? Upbeat. We should. In fact, much more beats, like 180 beats per minute. 180 beats per minute. Holy shit! So, oh, we all know who invented heavy metal, don't we, Stephen? Yes. Who invented it? Ozzy, Black Sabbath. Black. Well, it wasn't Ozzy who invented it. Was Tony when? Oh, you want to go? Te- Some Tony. people, you know, say well, we Beatles. I mean, <coughs> you get people going, "Well, actually, Alice Cooper." No, Alice Cooper. Back when Sabbath came out, listen, the Alice Cooper band stuff up until about mid 70s was all very. Feels about Led Zeppelin being proto metal. Yes, before metal, but they were not heavy metal. The first heavy metal band with not only the muse style of music, but all the kind of look, the the black clothes, upside down crosses, and all that shit was Black Sabbath. But interesting one. So they were talking about recently, Brian May was on about how one of the early thrash metal tracks and inspiration for a lot of thrash metal bands was um, Stone Cold Crazy, Mm. which is solidified by the fact that Metallica still play it live, a cover of it. Oh, right. So I think they still play it every now and then, but it used to be on the, the Garage Days album. But they made me start making me think. What was the first thrash metal album? So saying, look, the fucking wheels are turning. <laughs> you can hear. <laughs> That's just two brain cells knocking together. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, mate. Two. Giving us that much credit. Thanks, man. <laughs> fucking steam coming up the ears. Eh. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Kill 'Em All, was it? I mean, that was it. Was that yeah? Nineteen eighty three was the birth of Fra- Th- Thrash. Jesus, Thrash with a T H D, not an F. You know, Thrash like Thrash metal was nineteen eighty three. Now I, I I started looking into this because I thought, well, Show No Mercy by Slayer's eighty three, and so it's Kill 'Em All. But I was like, was there something before? And a lot of people said Venom. Which I kind of get. Uh, they are, they do have some of that pace, but I, I wouldn't they, call them thrash. They, they're, they're they more influence like, the thrash. The, yeah, band. they definitely influence. That's what I mean, because this is the thing where people say, oh, they definitely invented metal. No, but they were certainly an influence. The mm. Beatles were an influence on metal mm. to a point. 
There's a lot of influences there, but that doesn't mean they invented it. It has to be an Exodus. What about Exodus and Testament? Were they not? They were late. Testament was much later. Testament were, were, were one of the latest thrash bands. They kind of came in towards the end. Um, Testament, they were very late to the game compared to um, so the bands. But I, I looked into this, basically. Show No Mercy came after Kill em All. And even now you listen to Kill em All and go, is that really thrash? I think it is. It's definitely thrash as it was it's at the time. It's that closest album. Yeah. Um, that and Ride the Lightning. Mm. And then, I mean, Injustice for All, there's moments. Um, Master of Puppets, again, there's moments, but there's a lot of songs on there you could say aren't really thrash. Um, but Exciter was one that came a lot. And I'm not listening to this album. And I, I listened to it, and it was like, mm, this could be the one, because apparently it came out before. It's hard to tell when things came out, because Metallica was on that uh, Mega Force. Yeah, compilation before the album came out, but I was thinking just albums. There's Heavy Metal Mania by Exciter, so apparently that, that looks like it was the first one that I had in my rudimentary research on this. But there were some very good videos on YouTube, mm. so if people want to really want to dig into this and go, what was the first one? Because for me, the first metal album, just you can pick all you want, but no, through and through, metal was Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Yep. It just was. There's no fucking argument anymore. You can see there was influences, yes, because that was the first one. But if thought it was interesting, I'll say it sent us on the rabbit hole. Who was the fucking first black metal album? Who was the first one to do that? Death metal. Who was the first death metal album? So it's a weird, a while away a day. Did he go power metal um, as well? No, I didn't go that far because I could have went in all the sh- subgenres. Yeah. Actually, there's a. Have you ever? Did you ever see the documentary? Do you remember um, Metal Headbangers Journey? Yes. Sam, I can't remember. I actually saying watched him. it. Just before Christmas time. Oh, there you go. Did you ever watch the series they did on all the different metal genres? So yes. They did a series and that, because that's really, really good. And they did a, uh, a documentary about, like, global metal as well. Mm. Metal and all different worlds. But I, I went back and watched some episodes of that, which is a great documentary. Uh, I wish I could remember the name of it. I could quickly look, or somebody could quickly do some research on the internet while I keep talking. <laughs> you keep... <laughs> You keep talking. Who's it, who's Joe Rogan's bloke? Jamie. That's your my Jamie. I'm your Jamie. Lad. So yeah, it was the heaviest show in the universe on YouTube. Did a, What was the first thrash metal album? And it's quite a good breakdown. The look at sort of Motorhead, which isn't thrash. Um, speed, sort of rock speed metal. But oh, talk about the, the roots. But it seems like Exciter was. But I just thought it was quite interesting pinpointing it. And I mean, after Kill Em All, you had... You know, Slayer came out, Anthrax. I mean, even Anthrax to a point dipped in and out of when they were thrash and more maybe what you call party metal, that type of thing. Have you found I, it? I think I found it. It's good vamping that, wasn't it? Uh, metal Evolution. Metal Evolution. On, if you haven't on seen Banger that, TV. I don't know. Can you can you watch it online anywhere? You can. I've uh, got the Bluetooth Blu-ray box set, which full, I know is full hard episode to get on Banger TV on YouTube. Have a look into that. If you've never seen it before, there's a documentary, there's a really good one called Heavy Metal Louder Than Life, because we used to watch all these back in the day, didn't we? Before YouTube, really. There's a great one called Heavy Metal Louder Than Life. There's Metal Headbangers Journey, Metal Evolution, Global Metal or something it's called. And there's loads of other ones. If you go on Amazon Prime, there's loads of like sort of cheap, cheaply made documentaries about thrash and stuff, which have some great sort of footage of the bands back in the it's day. It's even well. got that famous uh, Gaul interview. Um, but basically, because he's a Norwegian uh, black metal singer, and oh, yeah, he's yeah. just constantly in, uh, interviewing, asking him about religion, etc., and he just sits there with his wine, doesn't, ah, doesn't yes, speak, yeah. doesn't speak for the entire interview. Gives really sort of simple, like one word answers, and then and he stuff. just goes, yeah. "Satan," and then that's it. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, <laughs> what a fucking legend!" 
really interesting series. But mm. I just I felt that you know when you fall on a rabbit hole. Aye. I literally was like, who did influence Rashmel? And I was like, well, these are the influences, and it was just quite interesting. Jews Priest and Venom are definitely two of the biggest influence. Well, the were for Kerry King anyway. For Motorhead was definitely an influence. Mm. You look at like th- think of like even Ace of Spades. I mean, it's not thrash, but you can hear Deep Purple. Go all the way back to oh, what's a bloody song, man? Really famous Highway Star. It's just fucking just play it fast. That's metal. What? What? Deep Purple. Deep Purple. Do you like that Deep Purple, like? And that Highway Star. Deep Purple. I'd admit that. I'm going to say that Deep Purple. I'm going to ask you, what you going to ask Deep Purple in it. Deep Purple in Prague. Anyway, let's move on before it gets too silly. So yeah, I was just I was, uh, it was interesting looking in the early mm. days of thrash metal. But I uh, get it checked on Banger TV on YouTube, Metal Evolution. Proper banger. Anyway, moving on. Any more news from you, Bonnie Lad? No, not from me, mate. Not from you. So uh, just to follow, remember the, the thing we talked about Pantera about the gigs being cancelled in Germany. I see that's on your on your to talk about list. Yeah. So uh, Roger Waters has had a, a gig cancelled in Germany as well, in Frankfurt particularly. Because of and he's the he's Pink Floyd was he? Yes. Yeah, so Roger Waters, for those that don't know, is in well, yeah, he was in Pink Floyd, bassist, I believe. I don't know. He's a miserable git. I know that. Happy <laughs> uh, <Hobby> fellow. <laughs> he's Hobby. Fucking, he's a miserable bastard. Even more so now because his gig's been cancelled. But apparently, it stems from I mean, anti-Semitic comments in the past. He supports something called the BDS campaign, which apparently is a boycott of Israel, things like that. So, in from what I've read. There's a lot of people kind of said railed against him over the years. I know that he came out and he'd, he'd sent something, he'd, he'd done a Twitter post about Ukraine and blamed them for the war with oh, Russia Jesus and extreme Christ. nationalism and stuff. He seems like a right fucking idiot, to be <coughs> fair. This guy just waiting in where he's not wanted. Um, but yeah, but he has had his gigs cancelled as well, so it's not like it's kind of picking on The metal, German council like. are not fucking around like no, they? No, they won't with this type of thing, and there's a good reason why. You know, people take a piss and, I mean, for years in British TV, they made fun of the Nazis and stuff. Mm. And, you know, that type of st- shit still hurts over there. That's of course. a fucking very <clears throat> real thing that they you went through get as a that. country. You know what I mean? Did- Probably ever. And you, you, the the stuff that lasted after that, man, I mean, the Berlin Wall only came down in the 80s and that all stemmed mm. from that. And, you know, so it, there's still some very, very open wounds there. So I understand why they've done it. Um, but it's just a highlight. It's not just like they were picking on metal bands oh, or no, no. because it was metal or anything like that. They are, obviously, as you say, they are not fucking around. Mm. And who can And it's them? not just Grummy Walk. There'll be some pop artists out there as well who I imagine will get cancelled for stuff. So. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, it, again, you know, it's whoever, if there's if there's a reason to, mm. I'm sure that they'll, they'll make that decision. Dave Ellison, he's very, very bitter. <laughs> Have you seen the first album from his new band, Kings of Thrash? Which I have to say, I think that's a shite name. It sounds like, you know, they play the lo- local working men's clubs and stuff and they do loads of thrash covers. Which I know they do actually a it's lot of Megadeth ex, covers. It's just ex-Megadeth members anyway, isn't it? Play Megadeth songs, yeah. yeah. But they have, <laughs> they have released a new song. Have you read the lyrics? No. <laughs> See if you can guess who Dave Ellison wrote this about or the band wrote this about. Come on then. Once upon a time in the land... I'm doing it like... It's like just because it was, was once upon a time. Was once upon a like... time in the land of the blind, they called you a king, but you were dead inside. 
From cradle to grave, you can't escape the karma you make. Now the devil hand is calling you. It goes, <laughs> God. You never care who hurt you hurt or betray. Just like a viper, slither away. Poison running through your veins. On your knees, accept the blame. Who do you reckon Dave Ellison and the uh, ex-members of Megadeth roll that about? Certainly not James Hadfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a, I've got a strong feeling that it's Dave Mustaine. I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't name him, but I mean, you know. I mean, come on. I mean, Mustaine. It seems a mellow in his ear, but he used to be better as well. Do you remember when he saw my Newcastle Gears of War? And he was like, it's about crushing people's heads and things. You know, we like to do that. A few people, you know who I mean, right? Like, fucking Dave, get over it. And even recently he's been saying, like, oh, I don't know why Metallica don't want to do a big four show. Probably because they don't need to. Because they're fucking pulling thousands of thousands of people anyway. And because you're saying um, shit like that. But still. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he still, you know, he still seems mellowed out a Everyone bit, records the shit, you know, Dave. I know. I, but I mean, come on, just... A fucking bit like I mean it's, it's a decent track to be fair like I've listened to it I haven't listened to it yet it's kind of but it's just the come on man I'll save it for Friday just get over when it when did it get released Friday just gone didn't go into that bit didn't I was laughing too much at the lyrics like I say I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check it out the, uh, this Friday I don't know if they released it after like the live it. there's a version of it on YouTube live I don't know if they've actually released the song yet yeah but yeah grow up have we got anything more oh no we haven't well we'll finish on um well, we'll t- couple more we'll do. Couple this more. one. Couple more. How much would you pay to record a Kiss song with members of the band, or at least just Gene Simmons of teams? Just Gene Simmons. How much would you pay? Fiver. <laughs> <laughs> As a fiver, you'd probably fucking take it now. Probably. Uh, uh, I, I... What know, do you reckon? I, I, if they were going to charge, how much do you reckon? They'd go down to a studio... Just for Gene. And uh, get their... Being Gene. Take pictures and that. And 50 grand? 50 grand? Nah. Six grand they're char- uh, the charging. So you can basically sit on the mixing board with Gene, get it record a bit, and it seems a bit like... Have a copy of New and Gene Sims on a recorded Kiss song. You get to take Holmes items from Gene's personal Kiss collection. You will get photos and videos with Gene, all for the bargain price of six grand, mate. Six grand? What can you get for six grand now with inflation? I'll get you out. You could go and sit with Gene Simmons all day. Would you not like to do that? The only thing like that because your fucking birthday is coming up and I've already paid. What, six grand? <laughs> See, you pose a six grand present. Shit. I reckon we should crowdfund it and make <laughs> you go. I genuinely do. <laughs> wow <laughs> shit <laughs> right guys we're gonna, st- we're gonna definitely do a crowdfund of this like just to see in every photo you have to look miserable as fuck there's a guitarist friend of ours that I have to well, just just sit me camera in the corner while we're calling the whole set I'll do it on live on Twitch and just sit there just I don't care Gene there's a, <laughs> a guitarist friend of ours if you go on his fucking Facebook he's he looks miserable in every single photo bless him there's a couple where he's smiling mainly his wedding day but even when he's... I know he's happy, but he looks... I'm going to show you. I'm going to go on his Facebook after this and show you because it's fucking hilarious. Every <laughs> single picture, he looks miserable as fuck. It's so funny. And because we know him, he's a very jolly man. He's a very nice man. And I just la- and it makes us laugh so hard. I think I've been friends with him on Facebook for about 10 years. And it's been constant and it's hilarious. I just had, That just reminded us of that. But you have to look like him. So I'm going to show you a picture of what he looks like and yeah. you have to look miserable as fuck in every I photo with Gene Simmons. He'll not be... I'll, I'll... <laughs> 
<laughs> just like smile right until the photo room. Just I'll just make sure I do it after I've done four <laughs> night shifts. Tired. Can't be bored, Gene. Hurry up, Gene, for fuck's sake. Fuck's sake, I hope I'm on. I'm definitely going to crowdfund this now. Like, I reckon we would make the money as well. You think? I reckon we would. I, <laughs> I don't think we could. We would, like. I think we could, like. Uh, yeah, so six grand if you want to sit in there, muck about at a desk with Gene Simmons for whatever reason. Elegant Weapons. So Elegant Weapons, we talked about a couple of times on the podcast now, but the guys are a bit of a super group. We've got Richie Faulkner and Scott Travis from Judas Priest. You've got Ronnie Romero, who sang for Lords of Black. I want to make sure I get like, someone who was on about Beast in Black the other day. I'm going to have to go back. I think it's Lords, yeah, of, Black Lords of Black. Beast in Black. There should be a Beast in Black, Lords in Black, be a ba- ba- Battle Beast. Battle Beast, <laughs> yeah. like, This is so many different things. Well, Battle Beast yeah. and uh, Beast in Black, they're pretty much the, the exact same bands. It's yeah. like former members of sort of thing, do you know what I mean? Ronnie Romero talked about in the first episode, because we talked <coughs> about when he was leading a rainbow, and then Joel Linterna had to wade in. Ronnie Romero, uh, Romero's the lead singer, and they've just released the first track, which, uh, what did you think about it, Stephen? I'll so, be honest with you, I have not listened to it yet. Oh, well, well let's move What's on What's it then. called? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not talking about it. I sent it and everything, you didn't listen to it. Fucking yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's promote them, even though you're a dick. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, this week's Don't Be a Dick. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a dick, listen. Yeah, I just ignore everything I send you, mate. You know what I mean? It's not like we run a podcast here and we've got new things to talk about. <laughs> but it's called Blind Leading the Excuse Blind. Excuse me? This is the one who forgot to put the architect's report oh, in. I you were going to say you forgot yeah. to press the fucking record button no. again. Ah, you, you see? On from that. See, see? Yeah, but you know what I did? No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right for one and not the other. <laughs> I, I, underst- I understand my role on this podcast. You fucking didn't, obviously, because you would have <laughs> listened to the song if you did. <laughs> This is Ormy Show. Oh, hey, Rules with an Iron hell. Fist. Rules with an Iron Fist? I'm the fucker that sits for four hours and edits this shit. My heart bleeds for you. And it does, I. <laughs> Fucking shut up, will you? <laughs> this is why it takes four hours. <laughs> Cutting this shit out. <sighs> this is just an everyday conversation. Right, so it's really good. It's like a mix of new wave of British heavy metal mixed with 70s class rock. I really like it. Fucking Steve's not listening to it. Let's move on. However, what I did <laughs> learn... What I did learn was that Ronnie Romero was in Eurovision last year. Was he? Yeah, so he was uh, part of the group that I call the Intelligent Music Project, which was the Bulgarian entry. Let's finish on, right, let's, let's do Be Excellent to Each Other. Be Excellent, okay. We are excellent to each other. We are. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Yeah. Metallica. Big respect to Metallica for this. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not fucking... You know what it is? You cannot win with people because they've basically Metallica donated $250,000 to Turkey and Turkey in the wake of the horrific earthquake. And of course, a lot of people that come out straight away, they say, well, they could have afforded more. They could have, but they could have also not fucking donated anything. So there you go. But they've donated 250 grand to direct relief from World Central Kitchen to help with what's going on there. It's horrible what's happened over there. Have you seen any of the footage and things from I haven't the earthquake? seen any of the footage, no. The actual earthquake, it's scary as fuck. We complain about the UK because we've always got shit weather. It's drizzling. But we're lucky that we don't get extremes of weather over here. We never mm. get... We get nice weather every now and then. Mm. And we get, you know, hit pretty hard sometimes with snow. But it's never that bad. But you look at what's going on over there and it's fucking... It's scary shit. The the violence of the, the earthquake and the way the fucking cracks have been left in the earth. It's insane. They reckon it's about $84 billion worth of damage and I mean that's 
And when you look in it as well, it's all about they didn't really build the buildings correctly and stuff. There's loads of stuff in that. But it's they're all within my hands charity through that because they do have the charity in the, um, which is an awesome charity that they've helped a lot of people with stuff like that. So for them, be excellent with each other. It's you know nice to say that they're helping out. Um, <clears throat> And not the, not the only people, him as well, but um, oh, the oh. High and Fire bassist Jeff Matz is also donating. He's doing an auction, and all proceeds are going to be donated to to help people in Turkey and right. Syria as well. That's pretty cool. So yes, so I was just about to say though, do the people who are complaining could have donated more. How much have you donated? Exactly. So we'll move on. Yeah. Before we get down that dark rabbit hole, I'll let you look down your dark rabbit hole. Hands <laughs> on, hands on. This is for. Ormyfans.com. <laughs> nice to see you fucking cheered up though. Change it from swap over from this one. Go to Ormyfans.com for the next instalment. <laughs> Is it after dark? Like we used to finish it and go, if you want to see the unrated version of this podcast, <laughs> go to Ormyfans.com. I mean, we could. I was thinking about this because we could do something. I, I don't really want to. Ormyfans.com. No, well. <laughs> Well, no, yeah, but obviously, it'd be, I would, you know, what, I'd like to do that just to see how many people get people accidentally signed up. <laughs> but I was wondering, I don't know if people are interested, like, because I do edit these, because some of it at times it goes well off the fucking rails, like, like, like you wouldn't, I mean, I, this will probably get cut down. But like, sometimes, <laughs> I mean, I find it funny, and you find it funny, but I'm like, nah, for timing. But I thought we could release the unedited podcast somewhere. I don't know where, I'll figure it out. But I, I, I was thinking, about this, I don't really want to make i put adverts in my podcast mm. um i'd rather keep it advert free yes um but it does cost money to fucking create this because <laughs> these fucking bits of equipment that sit in front of it weren't fucking the wind they didn't fall from the sky you know cost money so i don't know so i'm having to think about what we can do maybe some merch and things so if anyone's got any ideas or they'd like to hear that the fucking just unedited ramblings of two geordie blokes i can hit you up um, but it would just be the bare audio, no intros or anything, just kind of like, you know, the, when you get them special edition albums, like, oh, he has the studio outtake, all that type of shit. So, yeah. Anyway, Pop Culture Corner time. And now, it is time for the Pop Culture Corner. I am ready to pop your culture, Bonnie What you got for, Omi Lady? Well, I think we should start off with... The reveal of the Suicide Squad game. Yeah, I watched the trailer just before we started. Mm, yes, you did. Because I wasn't even aware of this. Had I known, I would have suggested you listen to Elegant Weapons' new song as well. I'll read. Back off. <laughs> I'm not going to hear the end of this, folks. You know that. Oh, you okay. started it. <laughs> Hit record next time. Fucking <laughs> 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 Remember in episode one, you said this. It's like marriage, isn't it? <laughs> well, feels like it pretty much is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Till death do us part. <laughs> what we'll just say really racist things because we're bald now. Oh, no. <laughs> There's an old TV show for those that don't know called Death Do Us Part, and it was a bit racy. It was. It was. Uh, so yeah, what did, what did you think of the trailer, mate? It it, it looks interesting. <laughs> it's a Rudy Tootie Shooty kind of game, uh, isn't it? It was very. All I thought of straight away when I saw it was if anyone played the Avengers Assemble game, that's immediately what I. Wait, you're just ripping off that game, basically. The quickly came in really successful Avengers. Oh no, that's not right. Is it? No, I, well, I didn't say it was a good game. <laughs> I um, luckily I got that game for now. So, <laughs> now I came with um, basically that computer right in front. You came with that for free, <laughs> and Taron didn't want it, so I thought I'd give it a try. Is that named after you, Predator? Uh, 
Where are you going with this, Wally? Where are you going with it? <laughs> cut that bit out. So what yeah, did you think? Though? Did it did it excite you? Because you are a, just to, to to lay the foundation. You're a big DC fan. I am a big DC fan. A big Suicide Squad fan, aren't you? I am a bit you of a even like the first Suicide Squad movie. So I can't even just be Suicide Squad. I mean, it wasn't great, but I've I've seen worse films out there. To be let's be honest with you. Fucking hell, you're backtracking now, but, like uh, it's <laughs> is it because it's in front of the world? Like, oh, I don't no, I don't mind it. No, sometimes you go back and go. The uh, the one with John Cena, they so that that was fantastic. That was great. I and then the the spin off TV series that they did with mm. uh, Peacemaker was yeah. even better. Um. But you've, you just did say you've completely reversed your decision on the first Suicide no, Squad that you said was the best film ever after you've seen off. it. You said it was the greatest <laughs> no, thing I've yeah. ever seen. It said it pisses all over the Dark Knight. <laughs> right, right. What fucking are you on? Can I have some? Uh, no, but you did enjoy it. There's nothing wrong I, with that. I, I like bad movies. did. I like Terminator Genesis. I'm not after denying I that I didn't enjoy it. I just said I don't it, know why. I've seen better films. I've seen worse movies. But yeah. Fucking, I waited to the line there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but the game. The game, ah, that's what we're trying to talk about. The I know. game. From the trailer, all trailers looks fantastic in the trailer, doesn't it? But um, I didn't like the look of Harley Quinn. I'm sure I said that to you. Mm-hmm. And this is from the people who made the Arkham. That's as the as what you me. were told us. It's well, it is. It's the guys that it's the guys that worked on not all the Arkham games because Origins wasn't them, but the three main like sort of mainline ones, which right. were Arkham Asylum, City, and Night. Night, yeah. Which was known for its kind of melee combat system. Mm. I mean, that fit the like, Arkham Asylum. That fucking game is unreal. It's one of the best games ever made. That we go back to it now and play it. It's still great. Still holds up. And then City, and I know a lot of people didn't seem like Arkham Knight at the time, but I loved it with the Batmobile and stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. The actual um, Arkham Knight character looked badass. Yeah, there's, I thought it was some really good stuff um, in those games, even the last one, which I think maybe it was just millions and people were sick of them at the end. But mm. this looks, you know, considering it was like a re- quite a revolutionary game. I mean, that Asylum influenced the combat on what every modern game, even like Assassin's Creed, starting using that style of combat. Power System, the Mad Max game, if you've never played that, a really good absolutely love that sort of take Max, on yeah. that combat. It was a great game. So there's a lot of games that it influenced. The Shadow of Mordor kind of combat system. And, and quite recently, the Hogwarts Legacy. Is that similar as well, mm. is it? I haven't, I haven't played Made it. Made by Warner Bros. And I think they well, they're all, that. Yeah, so again, quite, this just looks very... like it, First of all, it looks like a shooter. It looks like a... I don't know, like an arena shooter type of thing. I don't think it is, but it's, it just was all guns. And I was like, well, where's the unique players? They're just going to be shooting with everyone. Well, I... I Sean said, yeah, it reminded us of the Avengers game as mm. well as with a bit of um, World War Z game where you're all, is it Left for Dead? When you're kind of mm, just yeah. like, like fighting hordes, waves sort of thing, maybe. It doesn't look very, I don't know, I just thought, it It doesn't look, it looks like a generic game and it looks kind of a game we've seen a hundred times. I know it's been in development for eight years, so I wonder if when they started it was a bit different, but now... Just I was watching, going. Eh, it looks like a lot of games I've seen, but as you say, like Avengers or whatever, just reskin. It could be like Avengers, where you each person picks like their own specific characters, and it's going to be mainly focused online. It looks like as opposed to yeah. have a story mode. I know that it's online. It's always online, so I know that. And but it just looked like a shooting game, mm. which is not what I want to expect from a Suicide Squad game. I, I wanted. I was hoping for not exactly the same gameplay as Arkham Knight, but some of that brutal 
sort of combat. The it was mainly just uh, Deadshot who was with the guns. No, it was the... all of them. You saw all of them shooting. The fucking oh, with the uh, King Shark had a bloody Gatling gun. Yeah, uh, I was Harley Quinn was shooting. Had a boomerang. Um, was uh, Captain Boomerang was shooting a gun. An Uzi. Instead of a boomerang. <laughs> It's yeah, like, he's got a built-in weapon, guys. He's not a. But as a shoot, it would look like a, like a a, a, a looty shooty type a looty, game. A looty shooty, a looty shooter. Um, which to me doesn't it doesn't float my boat. I'm a bit disappointed to be honest. Because mm. I've said this, but why are fucking or why are modern games shit? I think a lot of it is like trying to get things out a lot quicker. Because look what happened with Cyberpunk. It's a good game. It's, a, it's mm. not as bad as what it was when it first came out, but um, I barely had any glitches playing that game. But I didn't play it when it first came out. Yeah, when it first came out, it was bad. I know. So obviously, it seems like like the last Suicide Squad film is still going to be the benchmark for that. Mm. That and Harley Quinn animated show, which if I've watched that. It's fucking awesome. That's with uh, is it Kelly Quan? Not for kids though. <clears throat> not for kids. Yeah, point that out. Absolutely hilarious. But it so. is great. It's probably the best thing that like DC's done. Like Warner Brothers is done I think with the DC I watched franchise. Episode one with you some time ago. Yeah, I sure. <laughs> I was Jedi. pissing myself laughing. It's really funny. It's like kind of it's because they use characters in a really really good way. <clears throat> um, so yeah, but it's like why can't I do more of that? Let's see what happens. I know that there's been backlash to you seen that the Aquaman two backlash. Feels like it's a fucking DC podcast now. We talk about DC every fucking week. Well, DC well, slid in the news, aren't they? Well, they're just in the news. But have you seen like it's hard to keep up because there's that much fucking backlash of DC at the moment. Well, Ant Man Two has been getting horrible reviews, but they said, "Well, is that because the backlash because Amber Heard's in it? She's one of the characters in it." Oh, but is isn't she? she where she plays? I can't remember the the character's name, but she's in the first one as well. So they were like, "Was it just getting backlash for that?" I didn't realize Amber Heard was in Ant Man. Not Ant Man, Aquaman. Aquaman. I thought you said Ant Man. Sorry, I might have said Ant Man. Aquaman Two. Aquaman Two. Right. Yes. Speaking of Ant Man, moving swiftly on, mm. uh, I went to see Ant Man and the Quantum Mania. Any good? It was alright, but it was literally late and it was alright. But I'm going to call it from now on Ant-Man the Star Wars. Ant-Man It's Star- It's Ant-Man the Star Wars. That's When you watch it, like, it's, it was one of those things. There's the, First of all, the, there's a lot of characters not in it, which I was very disappointed by. Mark Pena is not in it, who's one of the best things about the first two films. So there's this, I don't know if it was shot during lockdown or like coming out of lockdown, there's still restrictions, but it seems like a very core cast. Like the whole crew, like the Michael Pena crew, none of them are in it at all. So it's very kind of focused on the the core characters of the Wasp, the daughter, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michael Douglas's characters as well. So they're pretty much the main characters. And they're going to the quantum realm. It's not spoilers. It's obviously called Quantum Mania. But you get there, and I was looking around, going, "This is just Star Wars." There's like, a, there's even a bar. Like, do you know what I mean? There's like a Star Wars bar. Even there was some of the. There's a bit when they, they were. Does it have like, the cantina music? I mean, me as well. Of. I like the Ant Man films. I think Paul Rudd's hilarious. I love anything that he's in. Yeah. Do you know what it is? This is one thing I worked out. Do you know the entire blip thing about the five years? Mm-hmm. The only reason they did the blip is so that they don't have to explain how Paul Rudd does not age. <laughs> is that why they wrote that entire thing? All the Avengers was just to say, like, <laughs> we can't explain this shit. The man does not age. It's insane. <laughs> like, he doesn't. It's like. Just an entire storyline just because. Paul Rudd doesn't age <laughs> because the other characters have. I'm sure he's a vampire or he's taking like an elixir at some point in his life. I think he still looks the same when he was in the 40 year old virgin. 
I, I just fucking because I've seen memes about it, but it really struck us when I went to see the film. Obviously, big on like on the screen, and I'm like fucking, it does not age. The thing that I think was best about it was Kang. I like what they did with Kang. The guy that plays him is Jonathan Majors, right? And I thought he did a really good job of that character and bringing some sort of gravitas to the character as well. But other than that, I was a bit like, it just doesn't have any of the humor. it has some humor at the beginning and end, but in between, there's not much humor in it. It's very green screen and very obvious. Like nearly the whole film. I feel like screen. it's it's the entire Marvel now is just slipping. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they had this all planned out really. I didn't watch the Captain America TV series. I did. I thought it was quite good because it was a bit yeah. different. Moon Knight. I watched that. Game was all right. wasn't great. Loki. They have said though they're gonna. I really like the Loki series. That's the thing that I probably enjoyed the most out of the Marvel stuff that they've done. But they've said they're going to wind it down now and they're oh. only going to do two films a year right. and they're going to do like maybe a series or two series. Right. They've said they've like, because it has been overkill. It has. It has. It's what they've done, but Star Wars have basically had normal Star Wars movies for a while. But since, yeah, because I think Since it's you've mentioned it. What? Mandalorian starts. Yeah, I know. Season I know, three. I know. Season three tomorrow. Well, by the time this <laughs> comes out, unless I can get it out in time, we shouldn't be saying tomorrow because it dates it, Stephen. So it's coming out on March 3rd. Because it was like, the Moritz has been off for fucking eight months because they listen to this in the, the future. Hello, future people. <laughs> Hope all is well. Uh, but yes, Mandalorian's on. And I can't fucking wait. Well, fucking, if you don't like the Mandalorian, guys, sorry, because it will be a fucking topic of conversation mm-hmm. for the next four episodes. It'll be, I think it's eight episodes or ten episodes. Uh, I, I think it's normally eight. I don't care because I'm going to stick them definitely. all in my eye holes. I'm oh, just going to let them wash over my I'm body. I'm going to get up. 45 minutes earlier for work just to watch it before I go. Just gone. to watch it. Because no doubt someone will spoil it for I wonder us. what time it's going on. If it's going on at midnight, I might stay up actually and watch it. Well, if it's on at midnight, even better. I'm I'll, not sure. I'll be awake until when about God knows what time in the morning. But if it's on at, on at midnight, even better. I, I remember watching the, the Boba Fett series and it was just like, yeah, this is all right. And then they brought the Mandalorian like, <gasps> yeah, this is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just became. I think like it was f- just a reminder of how not very good the Boba Fett series. It basically was. became Mandalorian two point five. <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of those things that can never do it justice it was because there was two build up in people's heads. Like the yeah. Return of Boba Fett. Anyway, but yes, it was the the basically like obviously you've always just Boba Fett's always been a badass. Do you know what I mean? In your head, and just to see that. And yeah. You, mm, yeah, so and he's always a, been like a bit of a lot like an anonymous badass fine. as yes. well. Because you didn't know nothing about him. No, and he and always then, wore the mask yeah. in the original sort of thing. So, yeah, it's one of those. This is one of those things, isn't it? Mm. Never mind. So, yes. Thanks, um, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, say thanks. To, don't don't piss Mickey off. What? He's giving him a Mandalorian tomorrow. Okay. All right. He'll take it away. Don't say it tomorrow. He'll take Fuck. Uh, <laughs> March 1st. <first. laughs> God damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. You just want to put a fucking chalkboard up and we'll just keep marking it on when we get one over each other. <laughs> to be fair, with me, that's going to be a head. When we start this, they're just basically with one normal crack and record it just for prosperity. This is what it's like. <laughs> just fucking any moment to jump on each other like, ah, I fucking got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last thing to finish on, <coughs> I was going to talk about a comic book that I'd read, but I'll do it next time. A comic book we watched the trailer. So... We love a bit of Arnie here, don't we? We do. We do love a bit of Arnie. So Netflix have been nice enough to give me a birthday present this year. So Fubar, 
which is the new Arnie. I believe it's a series, not a film. Oh, it's a series. I thought it was a but film. But apparently, because I, I get emails from him, he does like a wellness thing. They're quite good, the emails, actually. The little inspiration. They do like three sections about wellness. Who, who, who is Arnie? Arnie. Well, no, it's like Arnie's team. not Arnie. He's not sitting there writing an email every day. So, oh, I was going to say, that'd be brilliant. Arnie just getting emails of Arnie. Of Arnie, I just personally. All right, Arnie, mate. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Do you know Arnie's got an American accent? You know, he genuinely, like, he speaks in American, but he actually has a dialect coach to keep his Australian... Eh, Australian. Really? Austrian accent <laughs> up there, because it's like, well, if I just started going, hey there, guys, <laughs> then everyone would be like, what the fuck is that? So that's why, but he apparently he's got a dialect coach to keep his... Which makes complete sense, because mm. if you think he moved to America in the late 70s, so he's lived there, like, nearly 50 years, you'd lose your fucking... Accent. You will eventually. Aren't Unless you're Brian Johnson, who moved to Florida in the 1980s and still sounds like he lives in Dunstan. <laughs> if anything, he sounds more Geordie than he probably did. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, apparently he would speak with it. If he just spoke normally, it's an American accent. So he, he, he has a dialect coach, which is like it's part of his brand, which I'm so happy he does because if he just came up with a normal accent, I think I'd be devastated. So yeah, he's got a new uh, series out called Fubar. F-U-B-A-R, which, uh, not F-double-O-B, not like you spelled it earlier, <laughs> which is fair enough. Um, yeah, but which stands up for fucked up beyond all recognition. And according to the email that he sent up, there's a little blurb from saying, like, people have been asking, like, when are you going to go back to your action sort of stuff? Like, true lies and things. So apparently this is going to be a bit of a return to that. And I cannot fucking wait. I thought it was a very underrated movie, True Lies. It was a great film. Absolutely great, great film. I watched it. We watched it not too long ago, and it is like it's like the last truly great Arnie movie. James Cameron as well that yep. directed it, and then I mean he did a couple after that, like Eraser, End of Days, which are good films. End of Days is a really good film. Have you seen that one when he kind of goes up against the devil? Quite underrated, but it wasn't a normal yeah. Arnie action thing, and then kind of died down. Did you watch The Last Stand? I did. I really enjoyed that. I that was a well. kind of return. Join Knoxville as well. Join Knoxville in. That was kind of return to the old Arnie type of yeah. stuff. But this one hopefully is like a full on Arnie return. I just like it when I think it's that scene when he gets thrown, like, get blown through the window. And he's like, "You're right there, sheriff. I'm old. I'm old." <laughs> so starting next episode, we're gonna dive into my little book I got for Christmas, my book of inspirational Arnie quotes. Uh, and every week we're going to finish on an inspirational Arnie quote until Fubar's out. And then maybe we'll just keep fucking going after that. But there's a section on fitness in there, so I'll keep you oh, going. Oh. But the first one, I know, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but the one I do remember, and literally you just flick through the book, and it's just a page with a with an inspirational quote on. And one of them it just says, Stop whining. That's <laughs> just it. That's the inspirational quote. When I was trying to lose weight, I used to, I might put this back as my uh, message tone used to be, put that cookie down now. <laughs> yes. So I kind of wait. I fucking love Arnie. <laughs> Get to the chopper. I love it. Uh, any any, what, any cultures that you've popped recently, Stephen? Any cultures that I've popped? Have you popped any cultures? No, still just been, uh, well, I think in the last episode we're preparing for a, a World Cup. Qualifier for Yeah, Overwatch. how'd that go, by the way, I? Uh, it, yeah, we're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So bad. The fucking look in your eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Oh, we need a video podcast now, like, the fucking look in your eye there. It's fucking terrible, mate. Oh, God fucking arses handed to it. <laughs> First fucking round, I think we'll have like a grand, we're up against a grandmaster or something. 
<laughs> he's um, literally just fucking tore her apart. <laughs> we just like, just stop. I think it was... Uh... <laughs> Have you seen The Simpsons? You know where the fucking uh, Homer becomes crusty? And the hamburger like turns <laughs> up and he's just punching like, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> so imagine that went. We thought it would have been in with it because uh, Dad Gamma UK bought his youngin to, to give a hand because he's fucking shit hot at uh, Overwatch. He's got such a fantastic aim and uh, he was the only one that got a kill. <laughs> <laughs> the child. <laughs> we, we just... It's, you were so was... confident. Ah, might not be too many people. Turn up, might be within a shout. <laughs> might just I go through default. <laughs> <laughs> but I <laughs> and didn't help that uh, Ken Kenzo was I was fucking poking the bear with the fucking grandmaster as well. Good luck to you. You gotta need it. You gotta need it. Don't think they did. <laughs> Luckily, the, the, the had a they had a bit of but oh, the dad gave me UK as well, correcting that fucking spelling as well before we, just before we started. They must have loved that when they were just taking them apart, like like fucking I spell this, mate. <laughs> fucking hell! Oh, it's just yeah. But at least, mate, you can have a laugh about it. We that's did. We that, had it. Was, <laughs> it was funny as fuck. You've at least had a laugh about it, so. That, that's and what's then, important. Because you, you did like the, you played two rounds at the beginning, and they just fucking might mop, mop the floor with her. And then you did like a losers round as well. <laughs> Got beaten that Got as beaten well. well. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd been on it now just to watch. <laughs> you could have spectated. <laughs> we just said like, what the fuck did I turn this PC on for today? <laughs> So is that the end of your Overwatch oh. career then, is it? No, I'm still playing the fucking thing. I still love it. But I was thinking more of a professional ex- experience. Uh, well, that's probably going to be my only... Use your determination, mate. Like going to the gym motivation. Use, <laughs> use that, that anger. Use that humiliation to fuel your practice and come back next year and get your ass handed to you again. <laughs> To be fair, I think they're fucked up. I don't think they'll be here next year, to be fair. No? No, I think you, you're supposed to... Uh, I think when Kearns was explaining it, you've got to have a, a like a diamond-level fucking class or something uh, on uh, your... In... So, like, your competitor level needs to be, like, some sort of, like, stupid high... You were basically just... You were cannon fodder, weren't you? Oh, <laughs> you were, like, like, every sports movie, like, except that it didn't end out like those sports movies when the underdog wins, you just got fucking hammered. And then basically, I think they just fucked up and they just said, right, everyone can join. Doesn't, it doesn't matter what your level it is. It was like, we need 24 teams, we've got 23. We've got this ragtag <laughs> bunch of Geordies. Just let them in. They'll go out in the first round. <laughs> Oh, was it just a massacre? Was it? Fuck me, it was. <laughs> Should have streamed it. I know, I. I wish I'd been able to see that now. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but no, the culture has been popped. No, no, the culture has been. I do believe I'm going to be watching, uh, maybe Wakanda forever tonight. Oh, all right, I. Me and the missus are off together tonight. Well, I'll so. see if I, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it for the next episode. Oh, I tell you what, I did watch, uh, Clerks Three. Ooh, yes. Wow, I haven't even spoken about this. No, we haven't because we talked about the last episode. I uh, absolutely loved it. I thought yeah, it was I... way better than Jane and Silent Bob reboot, which I mm. did enjoy. But it was still a bit like, it is a bit ropey, you know what I mean? But it's funny. 
But I thought this one was like much better. I thought it was really <laughs> smart. Love the Elias character. Uh, I know, it's so funny. <laughs> Had his howl every time he walked in, he's got like a like, fucking different like metal outfit on. He's wearing by the end, <laughs> was howling. Um, Pop a goth as fucking shit. <laughs> I, I like the kind of way, like. <clears throat> I thought, to be honest, it, it, it I found it quite emotional at the end. It was. I thought the I way they put it together. Try not to give away too many spoilers. And it's been a little while now. I think if it's one of those films, like if you want to see it, you'll see it. But otherwise, very, very emotional. Um, well, you know, it's about two blokes that are getting a bit old and decide to do a project together. You know what I mean? Does that sound familiar? Does that you feel like it made does, a, it does I? Hit a nerve there, yeah. Um, but no, I thought it was a brilliant ending. I have to say, Brian O'Halloran, who plays uh, Dante mm-hmm. in that is just unreal in that because he's not a I mean he does, he's an actor he does it professional but he's not like you know in film, films all the time I don't think it's he's like he's main yeah but profession he's, is it he's he's uh, acting in that was honestly brilliant absolutely blew me away and I've seen the other but it was fantastic he's like sort of you know the way he's like sort of grieving and things and the emotions he's showing unbelievable really 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 good I, I was blown away by his acting so shout out Brian O'Halloran I think you know it's one of those things go they'll never get nominated for anything but it's a fantastic performance he pulls in particularly in a film that is you know a ha-ha funny comedy um, but yeah I really enjoyed it so uh, I'm glad quite Kevin Smith and uh, him. I can't remember his real name, but him who played Randall. I'm glad they patched things up because they had a fallen out, didn't they? Oh, they've had fallen out today. I think after every film. Oh, <laughs> they've really? Had a fallen out. Uh, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. it was after every film. Like. Oh, sort of like that. But yeah, they have. But yeah, um, I thought they both played it really, really well. Yeah. Um, considering that they don't act all the time, but um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it more yeah. than I thought I would. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a bit cringy going back to it. Because I haven't watched any Kevin Smith stuff in a while, but I actually went back and I like the way they tied didn't, it in. Funny enough, didn't mention the heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he used it quite well as a plot device and things. So no, but I thoroughly well, enjoyed it. So if you're a Kevin Smith man and haven't seen it, I think it's a great it's a great end of that three those three films. Yeah. You know, when we see things on the last ones like oh, that was shit. I would say that the the he wrapped it really well. Emotional story and it made sense. It didn't it feel like, because like you said with the reboot, it just felt like it was just cameo after cameo after it cameo felt like after cameo. The, yeah, the reboot just felt like there wasn't a. Unless it was heartless, but it didn't like feel it had like a, a particular reason why that was done. Whereas Clerks 3 felt like we're doing this to wrap up the story and yeah. it was very felt like a very personal film that the that did. Um, there's some great cameos in it and stuff, which I really enjoyed. So. Brought back some of the old cast as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, including like people like the teen. Sort mm-hmm. of like you know hadn't been seen since the first film, but yeah, really really enjoyed it. So yes, but yeah, I, I was it was quite emotional at the end there, which I think is good. Actually, was uh, was Scott Mosher in it? I didn't know Scott Mosher. No, I don't know if they've had well, a I don't spoke for a while. Oh, but or like they, they used to work together all the time, but they then they went off other stuff. I just didn't see it. That's I beautiful, man. I think he is at one. But I can't remember. Who knows? Because he was in number two. But, he uh, was, yeah. yeah. Uh, we produced them all, didn't he? Up until uh, fairly recently. But yes, I did thoroughly enjoy it, Stephen. I don't have to watch it again to see if I notice them. We'll just watch it just for the crack. It's quite a good film. It is. I've got it on Amazon as well, so... Amazon, so I got we're, it as we're well. Gonna, we're going to do a... Shout a, out to the multinational watch. conglomerate, Amazon. They definitely need the free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> good, old, good old Jeff Pierce, but uh, yeah, we can do a watch party of that, where you can watch it at the same time, can't you, on Amazon? Oh, is that what they mean? It's I, thought what, some, I thought you were referring to someone no, no, else. It's, yeah. it's what we did with... Do you want to do a watch party? I think I went to one of them in Amsterdam. <laughs> I'd usually, at this point, Stevie, I would say 
Who's the artist this week? Who's However, the but yes, you've got him. It's down to me. So the artist this week is a band called Connection State, featuring uh, a guy called Stacy, who is my guitar tutor. Carl's music over the years, he's released stuff solo with bands and things, and it's all a mix of stuff. He's done metal and stuff. This is more pop punk, but the song is definitely what we're about. So it's got a similar message, and it's called "I'm Still Trying." I'm actually in the video for this. I see I'm in it. I'm in for like five seconds, um, but it's called "I'm Still Trying" by Connection State. Uh, you can probably imagine what it, this this song is about from the name. It's about you know trying to get through those tougher times. The video features people, including myself, holding up a, a, a sign that says "I'm Still Trying," and then whatever that that person kind of felt they wanted to put on that paper. So I thought it was a you know a very uh, important message about you know keep keep trying, keep plugging at it. You know it, it ain't easy. But every day, you know, you put the graft in, it will pay off eventually, even though some days it definitely doesn't feel like that. Um, so, yeah, connection state with I'm still trying. Not particularly metal, certainly in the rock area, more of a punk rock, but I thought it was kind of very along the same lines as the message that we want to spread. So that's what's going to play us out. Connection state with the track I'm still trying. If you want to see the video, it's on YouTube, and you can see my gorgeous bearded face on there. Nice. Nice. And so Well before we end before The we, end is near Before we end Before we end And now I face The final curtain Before we end Before we end I'd just like to thank Everyone Because um, As was stated a few weeks ago Of the month of February and March That we'll be doing um, like All my Twitch payouts Donations etc Will be going to The Sophie Lancaster Foundation Yes We are currently sat at £239 <clears throat> Yeah Got that in there Quick didn't I <laughs> well, Say on the ball £239 That's mint Yeah I had set a goal of 300 Um Oh we're getting there We're getting there Which My payout of March Will absolutely smash that Yeah So I had a thought of the three hundred pound goal goes to Sophie, and mm-hmm. everything after three hundred pound goes to Mind. Goes to Mind. So three hundred pound that goes to Sophie. Everything else we're going to go to Mind. Mm-hmm. I think that's a belter idea, mate. You should be very proud of donating all that money because not a lot of people do. But you could definitely donate more. Why are you only donating three hundred pound? I'll be on the next fucking episode. Don't <laughs> be a dick again. Be on the feedback. <laughs> you. Why are you fucking only three or only three three hundred pounds? That's mint, man. Be very proud. Not a lot of people do that. Well, not just me. It, it's everyone who donates, subs. You know, extra that is true. Um, if you don't mind, on this episode when it gets logos live, you post on the GoFundMe page. If anyone is interested in, you telling me you do know you've got access to the Instagram account as well. Well, when you post, and you're much no. better. You're <laughs> much better at social media than I am. I'm I meant shit. like on Spotify. You know, when you post it up on Spotify. Oh, right, you, right. I you get post all the bad links, don't know. Can the links work in that? I don't know. I'll put it they in. Do, I'll put do. it in. Right. I don't, again, I don't know how it works. When I first started the podcast, I put in massive long descriptions and stuff, and I went, fuck that. It took forever. <laughs> so it's a little blurb, and then the featured band, and then that's it. Right. Because <laughs> it takes, no, the, the links takes do too work. long. The links do work. But I will put the link in. I'll put the link in for you, by the Of course, I will. Cheers, much like. Right then, Petal, that's it. And I'm late now because I was meant to be at our friends at 6 o'clock and it's now 15, 17, 57. So Plenty of time to get there. Uh, apart from it's going to be in rush hour traffic. So 
probably get there about seven o'clock. Never mind. I'm I'm going shopping. <laughs> oh, rock and roll. It's great being an adult, isn't it? It is. Right then. Oh, it's just, it don't matter. I don't want to go. Do you want to start this one this week? Go on, you start. Me? Yeah. No, go on, let you start. You, you can't remember, can you? I can't remember. <laughs> Come on, then you the start. The rule of life is for the rule of the pit. Other way around, but never mind. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what it is. You've always got to be pedantic in it. It's not pedantic. It doesn't make any sense the other way around. Oh, the I'm... rule of the pit is the rule for life. <laughs> when someone falls, we pick them up. Or, as I do, kick them by the sounds of it. <laughs> you do? I've seen you a few times in the pit. Bye, Just beat bye. the shit out of them. I don't do that. I meant kicking you when you're down. No, no. He kicks everyone in the pit. I'll He's... kick you in the pit. He's a mean. Ooh. In your armpit. You're fucking like a ninja. Anyway, bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye bye driver.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Hit us up at wimhpod at gmail.com if you'd like to share your stories of how metal or music has had a positive effect on your life. You can follow us on Instagram at wimh underscore pod. You can find the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. An easy way to support us is to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to get us a boost in them old algorithms. Check out Beardbo's live streams on Twitch at Beardbo underscore Baggins. He spins music from all across different decades and genres of metal, as well as promoting and interviewing up-and-coming new talent in the metal world. And remember, the rule of the pit is the rule for life. If one falls, we pick them back up.